we have before us the opportunity to forge for ourselves and for future generations a new world order. Good evening, folks. You're listening to the Hour of the Time. I'm William Cooper. Is against the wall. The chair is against the wall. John has a long mustache. John has a long mustache. It's 12 o'clock, Americans, another day closer to victory. And for all of you out there on or behind the lines, this is your song. Time, weather, and... Veteran of three foreign wars, entrepreneur, and warrior poet. Tony Arterburn takes on the issues facing our country, civilization, and planet. This is the Arterburn Radio Transmission. Transmitting worldwide from the WiseWolfGoldAndSilver.com studios. It's the Arterburn Radio Transmission. I am back from Dallas. I'm back from the trading floor, back from my speech to the young Republicans of Rockwall. That was a lot of fun, by the way. I can't, I told them, uh, I said, I, you know, you have to accept the fact that your social credit score just went down um mm-hmm. but you did learn something i think um you guys know my wheelhouse uh, it's um the richest people in the world fund communism start with that and then work your way down from there but uh, folks we're gonna have a great show today it's the 29th of august year of our lord 2022 i'm joined uh by my good friend researcher podcaster <laughs> gentleman scholar chris graves is here once again uh, welcome to the show, sir. Hey, it's always an honor to be here. And now with Kenzie, too. So awesome. right, you get to watch you introduce Kenzie, because I always do. I was she's the slayer of normalcy <laughs> bias. Uh, she is doing a hostile takeover of Wise Wolf Gold and Silver. As I have I have no resistance to it. I mean, eventually I'll just be <laughs> locked out of my own shop because she's killing it. Uh, but Kenzie's here and uh, aka fringe of fringe news. Thanks for joining the transmission. Of course. Well, always great to have. Well, this is a powerhouse, so now I don't even have to worry. Like this is like I can phone this one in. Like this is easy radio. This is like you you just got upgraded, you know, to first class, and uh, <laughs> your your rental went from a Kia to uh, a Cadillac of some sorts, some something luxury, and you don't have to worry anymore. And somebody else is driving you. So yeah, we'll, we'll jump right into some headlines, ladies and gents. Uh, so if you go to Drudge, which if you're going to Drudge for news, I don't. I kind of feel sorry for you, but uh, I go to Drudge for to see what the enemy is doing. I go to Drudge to see what the op. What the this is more like of uh, the the teleprompter for the Central tel- Intelligence Agency. <laughs> this is what Drudge is now. Yeah. Um, but it's a good place to start. I mean, because that's when you you want to find the narrative that you need to break down. You go to Drudge. Okay. So I'm on Drudge, and you see um, Donald Trump in the orange jumpsuit, which is the the dream, the fantasy uh, of the, ru- the ruling elite and or the left and the progressives and all the MSNBC devotees. 
Orange on orange, Tony. Orange, orange man in orange is their goal. Um, Of course, the title is FBI. The dawn calls for an uprising. But if you actually look at the, uh, if you look at the 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 headline of Mediaite, it's uh, Trump encourages FBI agents to go nuts and not take it anymore over a Mar a Lago raid. Uh, let me see if I could find his exact words here. This is, I guess he put it out on truth. He truth, he, he posted his truth on truth social. It's when are the great agents and others in the FBI going to say, we aren't going to take it anymore. <laughs> are there great agents at the FBI? Or you uh, just see twisted sister, like playing behind him. You know? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I think twisted sister would be a much better uh, organization to fund than the FBI. Oh, yeah. Uh, much as they did when James Comey read off a list of all the crooked Hillary Clinton's crimes, only to say that no reasonable prosecutor would prosecute. The wonderful people of the FBI went absolutely nuts. All right, so this is a far cry from where you see a lot of people now, like Marjorie Taylor Greene and others saying, uh, let's defund the FBI. Uh, So Trump's saying the great people there need to rise up. what I'll go to you first, Chris. What what is this? Is this I, I think so much of this is an act or a psyop within a psyop. And what am I looking at? Here? Well, all I can think about is the what was it like? Some of the first words he said after he was sworn in was like, Oh, about the Clintons. Oh, they're all right, they're good people. You know, he totally went back on the if I was president, I would uh, I would investigate you. Or I'm not saying the exact thing, but the no. moment it didn't matter, he's like, oh, yeah, they're good people. They're all right. And now he's back to like, whoa, like with the 9-11 comment, we never get get, <laughs> get down to who was behind it. Well, maybe if you were president, you know, you could have done something about it, you know? <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I just, I don't understand I mean, how this is equating to uh, calling for a revolution. I could just see him without a straight face, like tweet, like t- not tweeting it, but whatever, truthing it. You know what I mean? <laughs> he truthed it, yeah. yeah he truthed it, dude. <laughs> that yeah. the truth. What, what's your take on this, Ken's? Just at first glance, like, what am I looking at here? Uh, I think it's some of the stuff that we've talked about on America Unplugged, where I fear that instead of maybe even getting rid of some of these alphabet agencies, even though the FBI is going after him, it seems as though. Trump himself might be willing to give him more money to play ball his way if he were elected again, if that would be even possible. Because to ask the FBI to go nuts, you know, I, I actually said before we went live, you know, don't they do that every day? They're, <laughs> they're already going nuts. They're already violating all kinds of privacies that people should be allowed to have that you don't have. Um, so I, I just find the, the play on words there so weird because so maybe let's look at it this way because so many of his supporters are listening to the other LARPing candidates out there about defunding the FBI, which I'm all for, but I don't think that Trump is going to do that. So if he makes a magical comeback or when does the presidential seat just not even matter anymore? And we just listened to the orange guy truth all day. Um, <laughs> you know, there's, there's a way to get funding to similar organizations or create your own. You could say, and now we're just starting, you could almost say new wars within our country for which direction we're going to, we're going to take. 
Yeah, it's it's a real mixed bag, and it's very strange. You know, you mm-hmm. look at certain conservative groups who are certainly going to back Trump and, and are over the top in support of Trump. And it's like you have some of them saying, and I love the meme where you've got the like the superhero and he's sweating because he has two choices. <laughs> one one is like back the blue and the other is like defund the FBI. And then like this is like the reverse role of where we were in the summer of love in 2020 when they were, you know, sending the people out to riot and George Soros is funding it all. And there's pallets of bricks, there's bricks everywhere. everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Peaceful protests. And they're like defund the police. And they weren't even just like defund the police in 2020 as Trump was president, by the way, and he watched right. it happen. They burned police departments to the ground. Yeah. These yeah. same people right now are like, no, no, we don't need to just defund the police. We'll maybe fund those people, but defund the FBI, but, but fund the FBI. I mean, they, no one knows anymore. Like everything switches every 30, like 36 months or something. It's, it's, it's insane. It's what do you think? Chris? Yeah, no, I, the whole thing is a bad script. It's the same thing. Like he, he I can see him like behind, like the fact we can't see his face. I bet he's a giggling with, with glee with whoever his handler is. And yeah, he's, <laughs> mean any of this you know what i mean it's just, just like with the raid itself it, it just to get his uh anyone that was you know let down by him big time it's just a way of getting them back into the fray and you know handing it to him again you know that's how i feel yeah i just like my question anymore on trump is like what level of the psyop am i in yeah, <laughs> I just don't know anymore. I mean, Don, Don Jeffries says this is the Trumpenstein project, that he's an actor, because I can never figure out. I mean, he has a really good playbook, or at least he did in 2016, of what to say. And he had Cambridge Analytica, uh, you guys that know anything about that, and Steve Bannon. They had 5,000 data points on each American. That was where you get the phrase, and you can learn this from my friend Billy Ray Valentine. He's magnificent research in this in Cambridge. Um, you know, that's where you get the phrase, lock her up, build that wall. That comes from the data mining of Cambridge yeah. Analytica. So really, he's a product of that data mine. He took those phrases. He t- It was perfect because people wanted to hear that. And they played to the conspiracy audience. That's what they did. All those buzzwords you just meant. All the buzzwords. And now I'm looking at him and I don't understand his like his stances on the on Operation Warp Speed and the jab. And all these people are like, hey, you look at bears like you need to get off of this thing. And yeah. he won't. And then instead of saying, you know, like his base right now was saying we need to do something because everybody knows if you have any knowledge of how Washington works, even if you have a Republican minist- administration, ladies and gentlemen, you're not going to be able to the, the, if it's a hardcore conservative or whatever. Right. What do you want to say? Right wing. They're not going to be able to carry out policy. The proof that I have is we lived through four years of Donald Trump and literally no one <laughs> was going to do anything that he said. So the, the government is a wholly owned subsidiary of globalist democratic policy. I don't care what I mean, I, I'm not making this up because we just see there, there is there is no why. That's why QAnon was such a laughable piece of garbage, because yeah, there's, nobody, coming back too. <laughs> there's nobody yep. in there. There's no white hats. Kenzie, what do you think? I'm wearing a white hat. Yeah, uh, <laughs> with your logo on it, <laughs> Tony. <laughs> oh, man, all the conspiracies. They were right, Tony. Sorry, it came out. I'm everybody's handler. Uh, yeah. No, but we can't look for people to save us. And, and right, that QAnon movement is amping right back up. Yep. Laid out for everyone. Um, just just be careful with that because there's a lot of hopes and promises. And, you know, you just mentioned how far does this PSYOP go? 
Tony, I know that you're not a gamer, but guess what? There's video games out there. It's <laughs> it's a LARPing style and it's never ending. It's infinite levels. All Warp right. Warp so in in <laughs> I don't know if we're going towards the the cave or Rainbow Creek right now. I think we're going towards the cave. Oh, we're up the think, creek. <laughs> we're up the creek. Yeah. Um, but this is a never-ending show right now. And another thing I would like to mention is as QAnon is growing, there is sort of this, I don't know what people want to call it, but it's sort of this QAnon 2.0 where you know they recognize that everything that was a part of the Q movement was a lie. And it's this another form of hope that mentions white hats for the people that realize that Trump let them down, Q let them down. There's a whole new black hole that you can get sucked into out here. And I think we just need to tread waters pretty carefully right now as far as what we digest from social media and alternative media. I, I mean, I just think you look at the headlines and the takeaway that I'm seeing is there's about to be a big shift in geopolitics and in internal yeah. politics and the leader setting the table. I'm not telling you what's what's going to happen. I just know that the change is inevitable. You look at the uh, the and we got a story talking about the U.S. fleet going into the Taiwan Strait, uh, more pressure uh, on Ukraine and and uh, mm -hmm. that area of the world. And uh, we're not done with that by a long shot. There's not we have nobody asking for peace. Nope. No, no. This is the first time in U.S. history that you have no one in the administration seeking terms or trying to fix a, a conflict. We are just trying to escalate it. Uh, now, yeah. I guess. Look at Iraq. Uh, Iraq was very similar. But in geopolitics with other nuclear powers, we've never done this where we're like, no, escalate it. You know, oh, yeah. this has never happened. So very dangerous times. And then you look at the election 2024 with midterms coming up. I don't know what it means if they I, I used to think that a lot of this was a show and it may still be. Hmm. But if they arrest Donald Trump, um, I mean, all bets are off. I think that they're going to have a real and maybe that's what they want. And then yes. they arrest Donald Trump, and I think it's going to cause elect. Maybe, maybe the the what they don't want is elections anymore. Maybe they're saying we can't have elect election integrity because of security issues and or whatever. You can vote from home. Uh, here's our new solution. Oh, by the way, you can also vote and pick up your new central bank digital currency wallet at the same time. You <laughs> see what I'm saying with this? Like mm -hmm. they're, they're, they're create. They're trying to destroy what was ever normal. You know, mm -hmm. before anybody gets mad at me for just, I'm not just coming out dogging. I just don't understand Trump. I don't understand what he's for. If he doesn't do anything for me, then I, I yeah, don't, I don't, I'm not going to go support him. If I don't understand him, then I can't go all the way in. You know, or I don't know. Yeah, you I, said, I just don't get him. I, I don't get anything that he is, and I'm he's not. He's not gonna, doing things that make sense. I, yeah, you know what I mean. What do you think, Ken's, before we move on from yeah, this? Yeah, one one more thing on that. There is a possibility, because you just mentioned if they actually arrest him. Hmm. It'll be interesting to see what happens, because every time that they try to get the right or conservative folks all hyped up, I think everybody forgets is we're the ones that have jobs and pay taxes and have families and do all these sorts of things. So we don't have time to get out there and protest and, and burn a city down. Um, every single time, whether it's left or right, there are alphabet agencies involved. It's a big psyop. You know, a few people come out, but there's really some some agitators that make things happen or social media sort of builds it up into something more than it is. But we're not a violent people. So if that's the plan, you know, what happens? And it is a little bit concerning because I, I do think that they could be planning a, a larger. Is it OK to say false flag here? Absolutely. 
Okay, I think uh, that there is a larger false flag to through. come. <laughs> that, that's what I've been thinking too, Kenza, yeah. because they, uh, I think you have to lay the groundwork for the false flag. You have to show prior causation and then, and then implement. It's kind of mm-hmm. like 9-11. You know, they had to do the same thing, like lay the groundwork. Like, here's all these threats that we're getting. Here's a CNN camera crew that finds yeah. Osama bin Laden. We couldn't find him. You know, yeah. we're two and we just have the biggest budget of any intelligence uh, agency in the history of the world. We can't find him. But CNN did. And they walked in and they got to talk to his colonels and generals. And uh, by the way, he said he's going to attack you. And, you know, the, and again, that's that's where you find these type of events. And so I don't know what all this means, but clearly the ruling elite have decided that the continuity of and I guess the courtesy that you give previous leaders, that's all gone. So now mm-hmm. we're going to get into the game. Well, see, I, I say that we get into the game of prosecuting whomever, you know, like the, the opposing party once you're in power. The problem with that argument, though, I think I'll just on its face is just like I said earlier, the the, the, the deep state or as uh, David Knight calls it, the dark state, which I like more, that's actually <laughs> the dark state. They're just Democrats and globalists and leftists and communists and, you know, lizard people. There's no there's no uh, I, there's no like conservative, uh, you know, representation there. I yeah. see no evidence of that. I'm not just being a pessimist. So it's not like if Trump's elected, he can go punish people. Like, how does he even do that? I mean, on Trump's watch, his own people were raided by the FBI, like Roger Stone. I mean, they they had more people raiding Roger Stone's house than they sent supposedly on the bin Laden raid. Yes. And they had air support, water support for yeah. a guy who's in his 60s with a wife who's deaf. You know, I mean, that was what with a dog and no gun. I mean, that's literally what the FBI does. So I guess all those great people over at the FBI and the, the I guess the great. What about the great? Hey, hey, Chris, this is your wheelhouse too. 1993 World Trade Center bombing. The great people that helped yeah. build the bomb that were the FBI. You remember that? Yeah. And they're still walking around free and six <laughs> people died a lot. Thousands injured. Yeah. Still walking around. Yeah, folks, it was on Dan Rather. Yeah. Okay, if you have any questions, go look, go 1993 FBI World Trade Center bombing. The informant kept kept telling them, don't make it a real bomb. They made him a real one. He was smart, though. Yeah, he, he get, recorded. He, his, yeah, he, he went on record and recorded him. Yeah. Look up. the. It was a Middle Eastern informant. He was a good guy going. What are you doing? You're going to hurt me. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I guess all those good people go nuts now for yeah. Mar-a-Lago. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Uh, all right, we'll we'll move on. Uh, we've got this is a, another. Hey, everything's about the FBI today, I guess, uh, or at least the whoever's listening. I wonder if I've converted any FBI agents that they're like, you know, I've been listening to this guy that he's got. Well, radio if, show. if they were good, then maybe you know. Like I feel like I feel strange now. Something's happening in my mind. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, this is naturalnews.com. Mark Zuckerberg complains the FBI lied to Facebook about the contents of Hunter Biden's laptop being Russian disinformation after his efforts to help steal the 2020 election. <laughs> That's a good headline. So after Mark Zuckerberg handed out millions of dollars to left-wing get-out-the-vote organizations to help Joe Biden and the Democrats steal the 2020 election, he showed up. You know what's funny about natural news is they're still – they're literally, and I'm going to stop for a second. They love Donald Trump at Natural News. And I like Natural News, not necessarily Mike Adams, uh, but I, I like um, Ethan Huff is magnificent over there. Um, but they still stick on this thing about the, you know, the election. And 
Uh, I just wanted to get in. That's kind of it's a little bit of a bias, but I I I kind of get what they're saying. Yeah. But at the same time, I'm like, well, you know, at least at least we're fighting back now. Um, <laughs> you guys didn't say anything when it was Trump. Uh, in his interview, Zuckerberg complained that it sucks. The FBI was dishonest with him and his company regarding the laptop. But that seems like a lame excuse considering the money he spent to influence the election outcome himself. The background here is the FBI basically came to us. Oh, what a magnificent wordsmith. It basically came to us, some of the folks on our team, and said, hey, just so you know, you should be on high alert. We thought there was a lot of Russian propaganda in the 2016 election. We have it on notice that basically there's about to be some kind of dump that's similar. So just be vigilant. And these, this is in reference to the laptop that was uh, then, you know, first it was in the, the FBI just kind of rejected it. I think they took it and then somehow uh, Rudy Giuliani got it. This is before the election, folks. And I knew this and I said, they're not going to use it. They're not going to use it. And uh, even though it's legit, they're not going to use it. Uh, and the Trump campaign did not use it. So I was right about that. I just kind of thought this is a Democrat thing and they're just going to put it away until they're ready to get rid of Joe Biden. So it won't be ever be the Republicans don't fight these kind of battles. They don't like go after people. Um, that's the left that does that. So uh, I was looking at this and thinking they're going to have the laptop in reserve whenever it's time for them to just let, you know, send Joe off down the river. <laughs> so that was, that was my interpretation of the laptop, but it's clear now. And we're, you know, two years out that that was a real thing that Hunter Biden literally brought his, with all of his weird pornography and smoking and crack and, you know, all the, the massive amount of emails <laughs> these people in laptops like what? I know, why are they documenting it like documenting. It's as if it's like you know, put a it's almost like the epstein thing like they they have to you know have show they have to have the compromise ready in in the corner you know if you don't go along to get along it feels like to me you know and then and then zuckerberg uh, clearly a genius um oh yeah i got something right here for you guys when <laughs> we're, we're supposed to sit here and listen to him about how like how the whole <laughs> the laptop and everything and i'm looking right at my phone i'm like i i've researched, researched this before and it's uh inteltoday.org and it's from uh 2000 well, i can't see that 2017 it says, is the CIA behind Facebook? And it has this whole thing. And it is QTEL is like one of the other names for it. Q Intel. Yeah. Yeah. It, uh, so yeah. That's it basically it was it, Facebook went online the day, I believe it was the day after this DARPA program that was the Black same. Exact, yes. Yeah. 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 Kenzie knows all about Kenzie. What do you think about this? Uh, why is Zuckerberg coming out and saying this? Yeah. What is the deal here? Well, I mean, first of all, he's just making his rounds to appear more human. He tried so hard on this Joe Rogan podcast. He did a, I had to mention him last night in my show. And it's just obvious of like, I'm a real human and not a robot. I'm leader. a human boy. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a real boy. Yeah. Um, so. But no, I mean, we do know that Facebook is very tied to all of these different agencies. The FBI didn't come to you. I mean, they probably literally have a desk, like highest floor at Facebook. They probably made them. Best view. <laughs> so FBI on one side, CIA on the other. It's all going down within 
Facebook's own building, I'm sure. Um, but on top of that, I mean, just speaking of the Biden laptop scenario, it's weird. All right. It's weird. And this goes into the same, I don't want to say the same level of weirdness as like Trump being raided by the FBI, but it's weird in a sense of they want this country to feel as though we have lost complete control. There is no course. There is no hope. And I think this goes back to what you were saying about there won't be presidents in the future. We might just have dictators. And right now, the country and these alphabet agencies are trying to figure out who are the people going to be most happy with? What dictator will they like the most? It's just so weird how the president's son can be seen. I, you know, and I also wonder, is this deep fake? Because um, mm-hmm. I do a lot of research into deep fakes. It makes no sense why he would. Number one, rich people don't smoke crack. That's just weird. All right. That's right. a bum thing to do. But yeah. two, why would you video right. all of that yourself? It's not someone else videoing him. It's him yeah. videoing himself. Um, <laughs> maybe the ego is too large. I don't know. But I really they're not counting on people like us actually pointing it out. Like, who's behind the camera? Like, you know, yeah. filming him, you know? Yeah. Sorry, Tony. It's just, uh. Uh, I think it's real. I mean, I think his, I think his laptop's real. I think that he just smokes crack. I really believe <laughs> that because they, they have done nothing in the way they don't, they're not running a PR campaign. He's not saying, Hey, I'm t- I just took a lie detector test. This is deep fake Russian propaganda. None of that. And they would, they would do that if they need, they're, they're just trying to make it go away. So I, I do think that you're right, Kenzie. We have to there there will be deep fakes. I remember my friend, I was live on the war room with Owen Schroyer in 2019. I think it was the first time I was in studio with him. And he was like, uh, he's like, you um he's like, you can pretty much um tie anything to history, right? You can give me something happening today, and then you can also uh tie it to history, how it happened before. I said, Yeah, for sure. I think so. And he was like, Okay, I'll give you one in a minute. And then uh, about five minutes later, we're live on air and he goes, okay, see if you can tie this one to history. I said, sure, go ahead. He goes, deep fake porn. And I go, uh-huh. And he was like, just try to, how do you tie that to history? I go, well, deep fake. And I just kind of went to, well, the Rothschilds one time <laughs> went back and told the English market that Napoleon had won at Waterloo when he actually had lost in Wellington and uh, had actually lost. And so anyway, that was, um, that was what my it's all deception. So that was the only thing I could mm-hmm. think of. But uh, there are there are new things under the sun and we will have to watch. I mean, we will see that very well, soon. The CIA made fake uh, Osama bin Laden and fake Saddam Hussein gay sex tapes as mm-hmm. a way to destabilize. That didn't really get a lot of coverage, but that was a real thing. Mm-hmm. They shot like all this stuff. That would be a deep fake. I mean, you know. Yeah. I mean, we. Have, this is this is the new. I, I, the brave new world, if you will, like the, what the, they're creating, like we won't be able to tell what is real. I think in a lot of, in, in the new age and they're counting on that. Uh, there probably will be, and Kenzie knows more than both of us put together and all this stuff. I think there will be countermeasures and ways that you can uh, scramble it or figure that out. But yeah, yeah that, that'll be a real thing. They're going to run propaganda 24 seven. I think it's been happening all along. It's just evolving, you know? Yeah. Yeah, and, and as far as the, the election and everything, I think, you know, we kind of go back to the, the laptop and why didn't they use it and, and the, the whole concept of the stolen election and, and everything. I would just have people, it's scarier than you think. Yeah. 
It, it, okay. It, it's, it's scarier than 2000 mules. <laughs> and the reason I'm going to say this is this is what's going to blow your mind. And it's not this in, I hate electronic voting machines. Don't tell me that it's whatever Smartmatic or dominion or what all of them, all of them, you can't yeah. have freedom with electronic voting. So stop it. But I will tell you, there's something worse. And I'm going to be telling people all the way into this midterm election and the other election, the 2024. The Democrats don't have to pick anybody that's charismatic or good at the, you know, that draws a crowd. Joe Biden can, can draw four people. That's why you're confused because you see Joe Biden. He's like, you can't pull five people into a room. Great. Trump's got people in boats and their cars are back 20 miles and all this stuff. I hear that all the time. I see people here. They're always in their boats. They've got everything is a party, right? I, with the Trump thing. I get it. That would be in a in a rational world, you would say one candidate's going to smash this and the other one's going to lose big time. But America's not the same country anymore. And I'm going to give you guys some facts and figures. It's called demography. There's demographics. There's a certain demographic through immigration and through changes in society that have been happening over the last 50 years. This people is all age. people. Yeah. Kenzie's age. Guys, you need to look at the demographics. Trump won in 2016 by 80,000 votes spread over four states. That's it. Yeah. He didn't win the popular vote. And that was with a with an awesome campaign, by the way. And he had the October surprise of James Comey. That's when I predicted he would win. And I was like, it was like 99% he won't. I bet money on it, by the way. I was right. I went and put all my Bitcoin on an offshore deal. I won. <laughs> I won. And I was able to buy to, to invest in some more gold because of that. Good for you. That's I will cool. tell people that you don't understand demography. You're only going off the ideas. The Republicans certainly have to find somebody appealing. They have to find somebody that's got the charisma and have the platform. Democrats don't have to do that. They just have to be on the ballot. They have the demography. <laughs> I mean, they have a corpse in there right now. I mean, come on. I'll, I'll, <laughs> second, and I'll throw it to you in a second. 800,000 new Democrats a year under legal immigration. Okay, but Republicans want more immigration. So I, this is the first political, I mean, a lot of first here, I mean, I do history, but there, this is the first time that any any political party has been to Im, be able to import its own power structure. <laughs> and I'll throw it to you guys for comment. And what, what am I, and, and I'll go to you, Chris, and then you, Ken's right or wrong, is is this an analysis? Even if we, it's, I wanted to take a 10,000 foot view over these kind of stories about right. the laptop and things like that. What do you think, Chris? Uh, yeah, the laptop, it, I don't know. I got, a part of me thinks, like you were saying, it, it you know, it's the real deal, like the crack thing. Like, it, it, but Kenzie did bring up a good point. Like he'd be, he'd be doing lines of uh, pure cocaine. You know, <laughs> so it's weird that it, I, that might even be or, a, or that, something you know, we've never heard of. Like, yeah, like stuff you know, a whole nother level from like Mars, like the the core of Mars or something. You know, <laughs> Venus, like just to your brain. You know, whatever that stuff was on RoboCop two. That's right. They called it nuke or something. Yeah, it was ooze liquid. (laughs) In Ninja Turtles too, that's what made Shredder. You know, like you know. But yeah, I don't know, man. Everything is. I'm starting to sound like a certain person, but everything's a side up within a side. It's like what are the Russian dolls, right? There's Mm -hmm. one inside the other, and layering and layering, like confusion, like the JFK assassination. They throw out thousand different angles you'll never know what the real angle is ever that's Kenzie, what, what do you think 
thought. I actually wanted to ask if either one of you two know what percentage of our population does vote. I don't know. I don't know the answer. That's why I'm asking you guys. I'm probably based on the other one. Probably at this point, a lot of yeah. people realize that it's 40%. that it's bull. So probably I was going to say yeah, about about 35, 40 percent. Because it wasn't like 81 million votes for Joe Biden and like 70 something million votes. So yeah. you, add, you add that up, and you basically get about a little less than half the country. Interesting. Okay. And then what's weird about that is you know. Let's take the those of us that don't. I don't vote, so I'm one of those people. People can hate on me for that. That's fine. I am too. Now. It's weird though because you've got that huge chunk of people that don't vote because they really don't care, and I don't vote because I'm like this doesn't matter. Thank you. Um, it me too. Yep. It's not going to change anything. So I think that you know the biggest thing that we're really dealing with, and what makes maybe the sways in these elections so easy, and there's not more of an uproar, is because people don't care. Um, Tony, if you haven't seen it yet, there's this guy that walks around on like New York's Times Square, and he asks people just you know like, where is New Mexico? Or in 14 days, you know what day is it going to be? Or who was the first president and wasn't that Jay, Jay Leno jaywalking? <laughs> no, it's some, it's some younger guy. He's probably around my age. And oh. he just asks random people this stuff, you know, or how many pennies make a dollar sort of deal. How many quarters? The IQ yeah. is scary. If these people are voting, that's scary. More importantly, I don't think that they are because they don't care. Um, I do know as well, because you guys got me thinking the last time I was on the show on America Unplugged, I was like, I do know that a good majority of people here do vote Trump. But then I thought about it and my little sister, my stepsister, and probably somebody else that I know voted Biden just because they hate the right. They don't know why they hate the right. They just do. And so it's this younger, it possibly is this younger demographic that is kind of setting that over the edge um and what happens after that i don't know because i think that the population kind of sorts to fall off a bit while we have um boomers passing away and it's gonna get really weird and probably easier to sway these elections well that's what i think is is the wheels are coming off being able to have uh peaceful transfers of power yeah like you've got, I mean, JFK said that those who make peaceful revolution impossible make violent revolution inevitable. Yeah. Now we don't have like there's no way to to address the grievances. We don't have the way to really do that except for the local level. I think that's the challenge in politics now is that if you don't understand the issues of demography, then you don't really understand what's going on. You're always fighting a false battle of like if I just have a better idea. Well, it's like I told the young Republicans, I think most of your ideas, if, you, if they're not coming from the, the establishment Republican Party, are pretty good. And I, I most likely agree with them, whether you're talking mm-hmm. about free markets or freedom of speech and you know all the rest of that. I mean, having a border and all the rest. I, I think that's great. Your ideas are better. Doesn't matter. And I think that's the whole that's what with the challenge of this this time that we're in. And especially for people that want to make something in politics, just my observations as we talk about, I mean, I didn't when I do the headlines, I don't want to talk anymore about Trump or anything, but he just keeps coming up. I keep having to do it because <laughs> that's what's in the news. And I mean, let's look good before we get to my last story of the day or last couple of stories. Let's let's talk about this is on the New American, which is the John Birch Society uh, 
online magazine and, and print magazine, which I get, by the way. This is, uh, I thought this was inevitable, and it looks like it's coming pretty soon. It's, is the deep state getting ready to blame COVID vax disaster on Trump? What are they waiting for? <laughs> As evidence of the dangers of the COVID vaccine mounts under the world and the official narrative surrounding the injections allegedly and in, in the efficacy lies and tatters, Democrats and the establishment media are increasingly blaming President Trump for the disaster. In fact, Democrats in the House of Representatives just released a report blasting the Trump administration for putting extreme pressure on regulators to approve the controversial injection on an accelerated timeline. Well, I remember that because I was covering that at the time going, why is he doing this? Why is he telling the head of the FDA, you will approve this or I will fire you? He wasn't telling Fauci he was going to fire him or Burks for being wrong about their models. You know, <laughs> he wasn't doing any of that. He's going to fire the head of the FDA for doing any kind of safety protocols. Yeah. And Mark Levin, all the mainline conservative hosts, they all said, this is his miracle. He's got to own it. He does not Joe Biden's vaccine. It's Trump. Trump wants credit. Where are we now? I mean, he's going to get the credit. And it, you, oh, yeah, but I'll go to you first, Kenzie. Is uh, is he going to start distancing himself or is he going to ride this down? No, it's still the best thing ever. Are you serious? That ego is too big. Come on. This is the best thing since sliced bread. Trump is the Messiah. He could never steer us wrong. But it is it is kind of interesting because um, a lot of us knew that this was wrong from the get go. And you can't really turn this into a left or right thing. Everybody was on board with getting a shot in your arm. Everyone was on board. It's the same way as whenever, you know, they're debating taxes or are we going to up government spending? All of them tend to vote the same way on those things because no one's actually here to help you. They all wanted to get you uh, this shot. Because everyone was scared. And you got the same thing with 9-11. They let anything go. Yeah. And it's the best of both worlds for them. They can um, they got to run it, run war the fruits and of warped for two years and then they get, they get to just throw it back in his lap and say look what you did meanwhile he's been out there crowing like my rooster that this is the best thing <laughs> ever and that you got to love it and it was a miracle and i mean the ceo of moderna had like two what was it two million vials they had to throw away kenzie because even governments wouldn't take them for free yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> chicken sandwiches free for your shot you know you know what's interesting about that, though? The the countries that didn't take them, if people can pull it back up, because I think that they finally took it down. Um, oh, gosh. Help me, Chris. What was the website where uh, they predicted the depopulation in the world? Deagle. Deagle. So Deagle, it finally, yeah. I, think I think that they finally like took it down. But what ended up happening is you saw third world countries were way on the rise or nothing happened to their population, whereas we are just decimated and you have to wonder you know it does that have to do with this vaccine you know it's going quicker than i would have ever imagined i feel scared for people that took that after seeing statistics yeah i mean the the vares statistics are there just look at vares i mean and and again uh look um, people can make their own choices we've never been i mean i've never been over the top about uh well if you did that then i can't you know you can't associate with me like this is the opposite like if you didn't remember you weren't invited to you couldn't go to weddings or family gatherings or you had to put a big plastic sheet on to hug family members (laughs) i never really had that issue um i never had that in my own family but i i see other people that have had it and now it's you know 
it seems like that all of that narrative, they're like, they're trying to put it to bed. And I don't know what, if, if monkeypox was somehow like a bridge to get out of it, like, or something, there was something with it, uh, that they're trying to distance themselves. But I looked this article and look, listen to this, um, yeah, this little blurb from the article. The select subcommittee's findings that the Trump White House officials deliberately and repeatedly sought to bend the FDA's scientific work on coronavirus treatments and vaccines to the White House, uh, the White House's political will, are yet another example of how prior administration prioritized politics over public health, said Congressman Clyburn. So the, the, the again, the far left in the Democratic Party, they've got somebody got them a talking point. And this is they're going after it. So now I don't even know what to make of this. They're like the the vaccine is good. It's mandatory. It's so good. It's mandatory. Right. And then um, now it's just like, well, also, uh, it's a disaster. So, I mean, it's like all things. And it's Trump's fault. I, I don't know what you to on all their bases. <laughs> I don't even know what to make. I mean, I, I assume this would happen eventually. Uh, but it seems like and again, this is by my friend Alex Newman over there at the, um, on the New American. So really strange times. I think this is just the the beginning of I mean, they're coming after Trump at all angles now. And guys, I just have to I'm not I don't have Trump derangement syndrome. I don't have TDS. I don't have any. I, are they really going after him, though? That's I have questions. I, are they really going after him or is it, it makes know, the base stronger? It does. It makes the base stronger. And uh, yeah, I have to I have to really keep asking what what is actually what going was on? the base, Tony? <laughs> Well, this is I think this is the future. If and this is why you listen to this show. If you're listening to art, art usually covers stuff that's going to be talked about in a week or two from now. Uh that's usually my wheelhouse. And uh that's why I brought on two very I actually you know, Trump had uh, he said Fauci and Burks were two very smart people. I actually do have two very smart people on the show <laughs> with me today. I, I don't think uh Deborah Burks, anybody remember her in the last couple of weeks? She's like, Well, we knew that the shot wasn't going to work. I mean Everybody knew that. Well, we right were- then and there, all these children and everything with heart problems and the parent, there should be a real uprising with comments like that. But we don't get that here. Like, when- Did you guys see the article on the Babylon Bee that says uh, conspir- a surprising number of conspiracy theorists don't have myocarditis? It's <laughs> <laughs> kind of true. Like, There's a meme, too. There's a meme going around saying, you know what? Being a conspiracy theorist saved me from heart damage. That's <laughs> so, right. right. I, I think that's a conspiracy. You guys are wrong. We I all have heart damage. <laughs> yeah. Everyone. Exactly. <laughs> I agree with that. I think I think that we've all got collective trauma from the last few years. I think we've got all I mean, we could get, we could talk for hours on just the amount of uh the damage that's been done to everybody, whether you got a shot, whether you got COVID, whatever. It's it's uh strange times, ladies and gents. All right. Speaking of conspiracy, I guess we'll end the show with this and then a little bit of gold and silver prices and uh, some plugs so Kenzie can continue her hostile takeover of White Wolf, <laughs> Gold, and Silver. All right. Chris, <laughs> Chris sent this to me because my prediction on America Unplugged is that we would not see success on the uh, launch of the moon rocket. That was a fast turnaround. Wasn't that it? was a pretty fast turnaround. Yeah. I was expecting you to call me in like two years, but apparently it's, uh, this is zero hedge. NASA scrubs the moon launch after engine problem. <laughs> Uh, NASA indicates the next launch date could be as early as September 2nd. 
but uh we'll, we'll wait well hopefully the, and they're like well will you forget about that we put that headline out in the first place that we were yeah going? it's really mars again remember yeah, yeah. Uh, that Mars was when I was in my early twenties. Uh, uh, yeah, Bush, George W. Bush was talking about it. Yeah, yeah, because it's only been it's only been uh, fifty years next year that we last were on the moon. So I mean, you would just think that uh, we. That's all right. We got no. We're not going anywhere. You know. We don't have the money. We only have trillions to spend in the middle. <laughs> That's right. Uh, NASA was forced to scrub the space launch system uh, with an unscrewed Orion capsule after a series of problems materialized around the T minus forty minutes mark. And that was the launch of Artemis is no longer happening today as teams work through an issue with an engine bleed. Yeah. Well, I guess uh, I was kind of right. They didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think it was going to be that fast. I mean, come on. <laughs> well, let me say this for everybody. Um, I'm not saying we didn't go to the moon. There's something wrong with it. There's right. something wrong with the the whole thing. My thing was we had the technology and all people, some people, we went to, there was a tin can. I get what you're saying. But, you know, uh, my timeline works, you know, nuclear weapons in, in 45 DNA was discovered in 46, 1950. We had the hydrogen bomb. We had jet propulsion and air travel in the fifties. That makes sense. 237,000 miles. I get it. We can get to the moon. So I believe in that. But there's some weird stuff. We don't go back. Right. And we don't go back. We have nothing. And we just like, Oh, we just give up on that. And people say, well, well, the moon landing was for for money, and like, why didn't you keep making the money? We had the money because you just make it out of thin air. But like, oh, we don't have it. So I find all of this very suspect. And then you see the like, they're like, oh, we're up in the space station, and some guys on a wire, like rolling through the <laughs> yeah. field. I'm like, why is he on a wire? You know, I find I find all of your. I don't understand. I mean, I I'm more in line that we have some kind of secret space program than that, that everything is fake. But that's we just me. Do. And we um, still do. Yeah, there's well, evidence for that. Ken's, I'll, uh, I threw it to Chris uh, twice in a row earlier. What's uh, what, are, what are your thoughts on not going to the moon? <laughs> it's yeah. just a big, it's money laundering, man. Like how, what's another great way that we can take their tax dollars and they'll be thrilled about it. And people will show up again, probably to like watch this launch and it'll, it'll go somewhere. Yeah. I don't know where it's going, but people are like, all right, billions of our dollars just got lit on fire. Well, we're enslaved <laughs> so more. Yay. <laughs> so I don't, I don't know. And you know how I feel about the, the space thing. Like I believe in space, but they won't let you see it for some yeah. reason. Like the whole yeah. idea of, and you see this if you watch on, on YouTube or elsewhere long enough of different satellites up in space or the Tesla car in space, can somebody please tell me how mice and rats are living out in the middle of space outside of an aircraft? If somebody could tell me that, that would be really cool. And I had this, I'm not knowledgeable on this, but I had this thought the other night that just poofed into my head and I'm like, hold on the little tiny go-kart that they were driving around on the moon way back when the dune buggy were we doing like nuclear powered things by then or are they going to tell me that that was a legitimate combustion engine just going on the moon um i'm not the smartest person in the world but i don't know if my honda generators would like it too much on the moon i'm just saying there needs to be an appropriate amount of oxygen flow to keep the combustion going I don't so. think it was supposed to. What is it supposed to be? Electric, Chris, or something? I have no. How, 
Yeah. How would they have done that then? <laughs> Again, know. just like I told you, uh, we can't make phone calls from our cabins, yeah, but apparently was... we're talking to people on the moon. Yeah, I'll, Nixon. I'll, stick, I'll stick up for that generation of people. I will. I will say because a lot of those guys are part of the the silent generation. Those are the people that were born born in the 30s. Okay, they were the only the, the people that went to the moon and and those type of uh, explorers, the astronauts. Uh, they were the only generation of Americans never to produce a president because they were between the genera- the generation between the Great Depression and World War II. Okay, they just never that was my favorite people. Those are the Korean War vets. They call them the silent generation. So they even fought the forgotten war because nobody talks about Korea. Korea was a Vietnam right in the middle of that era, but nobody really talks about it because they would just shut their mouth and went to work. Yeah. So I will stick up for them. They were very smart. You talk about like my grandfather's generation. They could do, he could do calculus longhand, just, you know, sitting on a legal pad and just a brilliant man. So I don't know. I think we have really stupid people now. And I think that the, uh, even the politicians are just, I mean, you talk to some of these people and they're just dead eyed. So I don't, I'm, I'm not sure I'm still an agnostic, but there's, I predicted that they would have something. So I thought I would bring it up. Like it would, it would just be another excuse. Like, sorry about that. Hopefully yeah. you it for later. Um, all right, let's. I, I, for one, I'm not saying we didn't go there. If we did, it was probably with this technology that they used to scare everyone, thinking that it's aliens when it's actually our own, like either Tesla type or Nazi uh, stuff, you know, with the anti gravity type stuff. There's something to it because I believe I, I'll speak for myself, but there may be someone else here. That saw one of those black triangles that just sit there silently and go really slow, then do all these weird maneuvers and stuff. I don't think that was alien. I don't. I I can't say for a fact, but I have a feeling that was very man-made. So if we went to the moon, it was probably in a something like that, not jet propelled, uh, rocket, you know, propelled or whatever. I, I but the footage is definitely very suspect. So they're hiding I, I something. Think, I think a lot. I think like the Tic Tac and some of these video yeah. UFO things that you see on Tucker Carlson and some of the places they're floating around with Lou Elizondo. I think those are ours. I think those yep. are man-made. Um, let's look at the chat on Rockfin before we head out. Uh, and Chris, good day. She said, well, good day to you, Ann. Always good to see you. Jason Barker's in the chat. Harps is in the chat from down under. I'm seeing Harps. Uh, Vince Agnelli. <laughs> he says, uh, hello, Tony, Kenzie, Chris, and all the chatters. And we do have some chatter. Tom Cooper said he's going to uh, vote Tony Arterburn for 2024. Uh, write him in. Yeah. Write it in. Just write me in. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I will see if I get a, any electoral uh, uh, votes or points for that. Um, we have uh, Infidel Prince in the chat. Good to see you. Riley's in the chat. Well, good, uh, the chat was real active today. I appreciate everybody joining. 2 p.m., Central Time, the Arterburn Radio Transmission, Mondays and Fridays, ladies and gents. And, of course, we had uh, Matthew Henry over on Facebook. <laughs> he says, you guys are awesome. Kenzie looks like you're in a secret bunker, which is <laughs> cool for the show. She's in a secret. She's she's in an undisclosed location miles beneath the Earth's surface, ladies and gentlemen. And where I am, it's so bright in the window. It looks like the nuke already dropped, so I'm kind of screwed. <laughs> uh, last, last story for today, and I had a couple things we just didn't get to, and uh, that's how it always is on art. But we're going to talk a little bit as we close about gold futures, if you're following Precious Metals, because that's the Art of Burn Radio transmission. We didn't even do a commercial today. I had... I had my two very smart people, so I didn't have to. Uh, gold futures finished slightly lower. Silver prices mark lowest finished in a month because, well, 
they're uh, having a problem because treasury yields and the dollar is so strong. I, I'm looking at these. I don't even know what to make of these headlines uh, anymore, or what that even means, uh, that we have a strong dollar because inflation is at an all-time high, so the dollar must be strong. Kenzie, what am I looking at here? Is this just another example of why I can never find a good story on gold? Oh, of course. But also, I feel like if Market Watch use any other stock photo than the world's crappiest Chinese poor gold <laughs> bars, maybe we'd be doing okay today. Little <laughs> crap. So if I need a million dollars in gold, well, would you like a half-eaten uh, banana? We have that for you. Right here. <laughs> So I was thinking, don't slip uh, on it. <laughs> we, yeah. we dropped this one. This was actually dropped off the top of the Empire State Building. Would you like this one, sir? It's in great uh, condition. Guarantee it will. It, it, we can guarantee purity, but not the fact that it has a penny lodged in the side of it. So sorry about that. <laughs> Sorry. Goodness gracious. Uh, I see what I see. What you mean? I'm just so sick of these. I, you know, as somebody who studies history and precious metals and everything else, I mean, folks, I don't know what to make of this. Like, we are living in clown times for economics because everything oh, yeah. is going up except the things that are supposed to. I don't know how to how to explain this to you other than the elites are hoarding. They're they're doing their best right now to uh, keep the prices of of gold and silver as low as they can. Yeah, and this isn't um, so that you can uh, get benefit. <laughs> this is so it's for them accumulate. And um, well, I'll, I'll, Kenzie, <laughs> Kenzie's usually the analyst on this. What any thoughts on this, Kenzie? Before I just do plug and spot prices, I don't even well, know. What I do want to say that although gold and silver aren't moving higher in the way that people would expect. If you have been a long-term buyer of gold and silver, I would say you shouldn't be stressing out. Now, if you were one of the few people that decided I need to buy silver today when it was like $35 an ounce retail, I am very sorry for you, but it is your time to start dollar cost averaging. Um, you know, at least we're not seeing hard, hard, hard waves down. I mean, tremendous amounts in the stock market. They have lost tremendous amounts in their 401ks and their IRAs because it's all tied to this funny money, uh, just giant fiat Ponzi scheme. And at least with gold, maybe it's not moving the way that you want it to, but it is holding your place. It's just holding your place in this world. And that's exactly what it's here for. Well, again, I, I, the people that have bought in over the long haul, just keep holding. And yeah. I, I'm saying this as a gold and silver dealer who would love to buy your product. Hold if you can. If you can't, you can call Wise Wolf and we'll get you out as the at the highest possible price. And I've been paying, honestly, I've been paying a little over spot sometimes now on silver because I'm like, guys, I'm so sorry. Because I can, at least, you know, you guys make a little bit. If I can round it up, I'm usually doing that now just because I feel bad that people are selling in this market where you have a spot that is now, I'll, I'll do spot prices here in a second. We have spot just cratering, but the price mm -hmm. of physical either hangs or stays the same or goes up a little bit. It is absolutely bizarre. And I think this is part of, uh, I, I don't think it's going to last. It's just part of the system. I mean, they're trying to accumulate yeah. right now. So, all right, let's, let's do gold and silver prices real quick. We got about two minutes left. Uh, the price of the yellow metal, 1,737 Luciferian Bankster notes per troy ounce, 1,737 federal reserve notes, Per troy ounce for the yellow metal, that is gold. And uh, silver is at a pathetic, insane $18.76.
1876, ladies and gentlemen. I, I don't even know. I didn't think I would be seeing this right now in the midst of the worst inflation, the worst loss of purchasing power in the dollar in the history of the United States of America. But that's where we are. It might be a blessing from God Almighty just to get you some more. And uh, we just take it as it comes. I mean, I would I rather be talking to you with, with silver at you know, $50, $60 an ounce or $100 an ounce? Probably because there'd be a, there's a lot of people that they that's their dream come true and they could afford to, you know, go and buy land or whatever they needed to do. Uh, but this is where we are. And uh, just take note. I don't think that that's a it's real. A, it's a temporary hiccup and take advantage of it because we shouldn't be looking at day charts or week charts or month charts anyway. Look at five, 10, 20 year charts. That's what that's for. This isn't a Bitcoin play. Come on. I agree. It's not a big you're point. not you're not going up four hundred percent in like two days on some coin that no one's heard of. This is tried and true. So I I know you put the Lambo on layaway and you got a few more payments to make, but uh, we'll keep holding it for you till it breaks the uh, nineteen bucks. I guess. <laughs> All right, folks. Uh, and another thing, you know, you got you got gold and silver, which is our main sponsor, Wise Wolf Gold and Silver. That that is what keeps us on the air. Uh, WiseWolfGoldAndSilver.com. We ship nationwide. We also can roll over four hundred one ks, IRAs. We can start you a gold and silver IRA. That is not stocks, folks. That's not stock. That is a physical gold and silver with all the IRA benefits. Everything. It's it's your tax haven. You can get into that by uh, going to WiseWolfGoldAndSilver.com. Also. Preparewithart.com. The good folks over at My Patriot Supply made a landing page for me, and we've had it for a couple of years. Uh, Preparewithart.com. Storable food. I uh, highly recommend having just that that peace of mind going into uh, this next year. A lot of uncertainty. Uh, we'll talk more on, on foreign policy on Friday here on the Art of Burn Radio transmission. So be sure and tune in for that. And uh, preparewithart.com. Okay. Well, we will see you guys next time. Thanks to Chris Graves, thanks to Kenzie, a.k.a. Fringe. You can catch her streams over on uh, the America Unplugged channel on rockfin.com. Uh, she has a stream usually going on Sunday nights now. Follow her, Fringe underscore news, or at Wise Wolf Gold on Twitter. Okay, folks, we'll see you next time. Take care of each other. End of transmission. Life is a continuous confrontation with forks in the road. One is good, one is bad. And you could always wander completely off the road altogether and become lost. Totally and completely lost. If you take the wrong fork at one of these junctions, there is always the opportunity at the next fork to get back on track. But it is a constant battle within ourselves. You see, I have studied this concept for many, many years, and I have to tell you that if there is a real devil, like Flip Wilson used to say, the devil made me do it, I'm not telling you that there's no such thing as Satan or Lucifer, I'm telling you this. If there really is a devil, that devil exists in the hearts and minds of men and nowhere else. Nowhere else. For if you take man out of the equation, evil ceases to exist. And there is left only the laws of the universe and the balance of nature. 
put man in the equation and before long evil will rear its ugly head and present itself to the world. The evil is within man and that is why it was called the fall. The devil never made anyone do it. If you do it, you did it yourself because you fell into temptation. For until man once again confronts the real nature of his own condition and of the world around him and accepts full responsibility for his actions without blaming anyone else or any devil, until then we will always be a puppet on the end of someone else's string. And ladies and gentlemen, when that someone pulls that string, we will dance.